guys, welcome to another exciting episode of Brown Eyed Unicorn. I'm your host, Hannah Brown. Thank you so much for escaping with me today. Um, today's guest is super exciting. She is sort of a friend of a friend of the podcast. As most of you know, my best friend George has been on this podcast two times, and Debbie is a dear friend of his, so I'm just so happy that she could take time out of her busy, busy schedule to be here with us tonight. Debbie, thank you so much for being here. Well, hello, hotty hotty. Oh my God, so... I feel like, tell my listeners sort of who you are and what you do and how you know the podcast and all those things. I'm a little drunk. I mean, honey, you are sipping the communion wine. I haven't you been. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, well, I mean, I stumbled across this little podcast or hoob hab, whatever you have it, uh, when... Our good friend George, you know, he kind of told me about it. We were in our weekly prayer group, and um, he had mentioned you. We had never met yet. This was before our meeting, and uh, he told me it was after the first episode that he had done with you. And he just said what a great time he was. He he had had, and I I gave it a listen, and I tell you, I I was just in stitches. I'm it honored. Was, yeah, I love it from day one, and I've heard, I've listened to every episode. <gasps> Thank you. Debbie's so much. A, Debbie is a. a what do you call them? You Juna followers or whatever you want to call them? Sure. You're a unicorn. I'm a unicorn. And definitely. And, you know, what I really appreciate is like, uh, I mean, I don't want to assume, but from my knowledge, you are a Christian woman. Absolutely. I praise the Lord. And I just appreciate that you can lean in to, you know, a Jewish podcast host like myself. And really, you're an open-minded Christian from what I can tell. I am. You know, I don't I don't choose to force my beliefs on anyone else. I mean, I know my Lord and I know what he has done for me and what he has given up for me. And I thank him and praise him on a daily basis. And I encourage others to do the same. But as long as you believe in something, then, I mean, who am I to say you're wrong or you're different, you know? Definitely. I love that. I love that so much. I, so we had our first couple nice days in Chicago these last few days. Oh, queen. Now, I am dying to know, Deb, how you spent those days. What did you do? Uh, rule number one, sensible house slipper. I was wearing <laughs> open-toed six-inch heels the entire time. You mm-hmm. better believe. Because, you know, you never know you when, you, when you're going to need, you know, the, the leg lifted and the ass tight. So a sensible heel mm-hmm. is required. I get out of bed in the morning and put it on. Really? Absolutely. I try go next that. to my bed and I go all day long. Some some women complain and I'm not a complainer myself. I feel I feel most comfortable in a pump. So even when you're doing like grocery shopping or whatever, going cleaning, to the Jiffy Lube. Uh, you I am scrubbing the toilet at my humble abode and I am wearing a pump. Are you married, Deb? Hell no, not uh, other than the Lord. Alright, well, I mean he seems like a good a uh, man worth investing in. Yeah, but I didn't want, you know, I, I could have been a nun, but I didn't want to wear the habit, so. You didn't want to wear the habit, but you were cool with everything else? Um, everything else? Well, I mean, sometimes I dip into the communion wine a little too much, I think, for their liking. Yeah, so. just like I did today. <laughs> Queen, I think we did together. Yeah, we dipped into the Manischewitz, the communion wine, whatever it is you want to call it. Whatever. We enjoyed it. Whatever. We imbibed. Yes. Um, Imbibed. <laughs> so I, I've been thinking about this idea because, you know, summer is upon us. The other night, um, 
I was in this off-the-shoulder top. Mm. I didn't have a bra on. Okay, well, I'm going to pray for you. Yeah, thank you. Um, And I was just frolicking, and I was so intoxicated by nature and the weather. And, yeah, I was into it. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it reminded me of just summer romance. And, yes, so see, you seem struck by that idea. And I wanted to know sort of what are your thoughts on summer romance, and what might your advice be to the other unicorns out there who, you know, might be well on their way to a summer romance or just like in general what's your advice regarding that subject you know i feel like a summer romance is almost like a summer accessory Mm -hmm. because it's like you you there's two ways to spend the summer naked on a beach debaucherous Mm -hmm. one two posting all over instagram about whoever or whatever you're fucking and all of the fun stuff you're doing with that person. And, I mean, I feel like every summer I've had an accessory, if I tell you what. <gasps> really? Yes. You know, I feel like your celeb doppelganger is Susan Sarandon, but in the movie Bo Burnham. Oh, my favorite flick. I feel like you are just like her. She always has a baseball player for the season. Yep. She lives her best life, but she definitely like loves the Lord and loves baseball. And I feel like that's your vibe. I would be a shortstop if I played it. Oh, I don't know the positions. Oh, honey, I can educate you. (laughs) So, yeah, what are your thoughts about summer romances? You've had an accessory every summer. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I feel like there's a shame almost. People kind of shame a summer romance. Like, it's almost like when you're an actor. Yeah, I know you know this well just by listening to your podcast. Thank you. You know, um, you have done a show or two. but I feel like people shame it almost like a uh, a showmance. It's like a season. But, you know, I feel like summer is a time where people really get wrapped up in the season and the weather. And it really, t- people are at their highest of spirits. And they really bond with other people in that way. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I think it's a, because who wants to... Who who's gonna fall in love in the middle of a Chicago winter? No, you look homeless ninety seven percent of the time. We're all fat. We're pale. We're yes. sad. Ninety seven percent of the time you look homeless, and two point five of the percent you look passable, and point five of the percent you actually you actually look like you're living your best life. And so it does. It just doesn't happen in the winter. So in the summer is really when you know you put your feelers out and. Whatever happens, happens. And, you know, it's kind of like the 70s. I remember it well. Um, and, it, you know, that's back when it was free love. And, you know, people, we were, you know, we were doing it in Central Park in broad daylight. But it was just like, it's, I think a summer romance is, is filling of the soul. Yeah. In all aspects. So would you say that you encourage people to boldly embrace them? 100%. I don't think, I don't, I'm a, I'm a firm believer you shouldn't go in search of a summer romance. Mm-hmm. But I think you should leave yourself open to any possibilities. And if something happens, I think you should lean in. Definitely. I'm so sorry I adopted your accent for Whoa, 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 whoa. It was a communion wine. It just, I just want to be you, Deb. So... I, I think I agree with that. I do think, and we were talking about this briefly before we started recording over yeah. supper, Yeah. Um, how just happy girls are the prettiest. 
Truly. You know, how when you're confident, Truly. living your best life, you will attract whoever you want. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel that, that your game was sort of contingent on like how happy you were? Or do you feel like you always have game no matter what? <laughs> oh, honey. Uh, I mean, well, Debbie's game is strong. I will mm-hmm. tell you that. But I will tell you, the truest of relationships and the most fun I've had in relationships are in times when I wasn't necessarily looking, but I felt the best about myself. And I was just out having a good time with friends, confident in myself, there for the time, not for the not for the, you know, searching, as I said. and A good um, time, not a long time, would you say? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yep. And, and in those good times, situations arose that I embraced and leaned into. So it's not something that I'm going out searching for, but it's something that it's like, I am happy in this time, in this place, in myself, and I'm taking in this experience. And I'm going to lean into this because I see some uh, potential or I see um, even just just a bit of fun. And so I think that that is the biggest thing, especially, especially with the summer romance. Not to say, and I also, I also don't want people to think that you can't meet a soulmate or a long time, like uh, a long time relationship in the summer. Like not everyone you meet in the summer is going to be just a fling. Of course. But, you know, I think that it's, I think it's a beautiful time and I think that a lot of fun can be had. I'll tell you what. Oh, I agree. Now, I think... You, I really look up to you for many reasons, obviously, but Tell me. your beauty regime seems to be so on point. I mean, speaking of like romance and attracting a summer mm-hmm. lover, mm-hmm. Um, what sort of beauty tips could you give to my listeners and really to me, to be honest? Okay. Uh, first of all, positive affirmations uh, every hour on the hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if the clock strikes zero, I'm somewhere telling myself something positive about myself. And I think that that is, A, number one, because self-beauty is the most important. Mm -hmm. You need to look in the mirror and you need to see the powerhouse that you are. Um, Second of all, um, Vaseline. Vaseline is huge. I put it all over my entire body before I go I to bed. love Vaseline. I put it under my eyes every night. Absolutely. I put it under my eyes. I put it under my nose. I put it on my hands. I put it on my lips. I put it on my eyebrows because, Lord help me. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's I think it's God's gift. And then also... So do you get the big vat at like uh, Costco or Sam's Club? Absolutely. Are you a Costco or a Sam's Club gal? Well, here's the thing. Yes. Yeah. Growing up, I was raised Sam's Club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was raised, born and raised Sam's So Club. was I. Yes. But as an adult, I have um, chosen the Costco. It's a little more chic. It's a little, it's a little more chic, a little more on brand, as they say. And um, they have better selection. I just think wholeheartedly through and through Kirkland. they've got a better yes yes Kirkland socks Kirkland water all the things you Kirkland uh, I I have no already lives. bought my casket Kirkland I love that so much and I bought my trip to Tahiti I tell you what you can get anything at a Costco a trip to Tahiti and a casket in one trip that's it the actually, it actually and you know what I, and I renewed my cell phone plan all in the same trip incredible mm-hmm. I'm 
just I I'm I don't belong to a superstore like that yet, but that's definitely a life goal of mine. Well, I mean, honey, if you ever I I I have a free add-on, so if you ever need a Costco card, come on in. I can get your headshot put on the back of that card, and you're Thank good to you go. Thank you so much. That's or so if you sweet. ever just want to hang with Debbie, we can go together. Debbie, I want to hang out with you literally all the time. Honey, uh, my phone number is programmed in your phone now. After after we had a bit of communion wine, I communion wine and supper, <laughs> exactly. And we supped together, as they say in the Bible. Right. <laughs> I love that. I'm learning so much from you. Um, are there any fashion trends right now that you're really excited about? As you know, such a beautiful and chic woman, or are there any trends that you would like to see go? Uh, I mean. I try to. I try, and I've done this for years uh, since the seventies. I have tried to um, just live my life as Jackie Kennedy would. Ah, uh, I mean, right. I think that she. I you know I don't like to hold women above other women because I think you know power to the women. I think we're all together. Absolutely. But Jackie Kennedy was on another level. The things that she went through and still held her head. Did you see that flick? You know, I missed it with Natalie Portman. Oh my God, Hannah, as an actress, you need to see that. Uh huh, hundred percent. Wow, Debbie, there is a romantic thunderstorm going on during this podcast. I'm feeling romantic right now. Yeah, you, me, and my cat will have a little sleepover and braid each other's hair. Lillian. Um. Okay, so you're into Jackie O. Yeah, I just love it. I love sensibility. I think sometimes, I think sometimes girls nowadays like to go for the wow factor. I think that there's a trend mm-hmm. in society, in fashion, in um, in free speech, in writing of kind of this. Um, how shall I say? This uh, exhibitionism, this um, avant-gardeness, where women are kind of thrusting themselves mm-hmm. in a way, in many, many ways. And I, I, I find a more reserved, a res- more reserved approach is more acceptable. Sure, like a Jackie Onassis large sunglasses blowout yep. suit. I get blowed sure. out every Wednesday at uh, Jeannie G's Hair Castle right on Irving Park. I will have to go there. Irving Park in Pulaski. I'll have to check it out. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite place. I've been going there for about 25 years now. Now, it's important to have your places where you can go and you know that they're going to deliver every single time. I wouldn't say every time. There's sometimes Jeannie's had, you know, she's had a night before and I come out looking more like Liz Taylor than Jackie Kay, but... Uh, you know, everybody's got their demons. Absolutely. Can I ask something? Anything, honey. Um, all right, we're talking about... Okay, so <clears throat> I thought about something recently. I'm about to embark on a new journey, a new mm. chapter of my life. I'm moving to Los Angeles in a couple weeks. You had better. I have... Agreed, I have I can better. just see it in your aura, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm thinking of, for fitness purposes, pursuing pole dancing. Now, it is not because I want to pursue it professionally. No Tino shade to, I'm sorry, that means like no judgment to a woman that pursues that as a career. I don't think that's my journey. But I have had an issue as a woman really, um, as you said, leaning in to my sexuality. I sort of always write myself off as a goofy, kind of funny girl. And I think using 
pole dancing classes as a vehicle to not only get in good shape, but also to feel comfortable being sexy might be a really exciting path for me to take. And I just want to know how you feel about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me okay, some Okay, I've got a couple things. First sure. of all, I want to go back to this no tea, no shade, because, I mean, I'm a southern gal, and both tea and shade are two very good things. I love to sit under a nice shady tree and have a glass of sweet tea. And so, um, still confused about that, but mm-hmm. uh, we can we can uh, discuss offline. Secondly, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. thank you. I, you know, I tried pole dancing, and I'm, I'm, I mean, Debbie's not flexible. She can't even touch her toes. So I tell you what, I think it's all those years of uh, working in the asparagus farms that my father owned that I just, I can't really stretch. I'm just, I'm very uptight. So pole dancing was not for me. However, I think a, a, a physical liberation mm-hmm. and a, comf- a comfortableness with one's self in all aspects is importante, and uh, as they say, south of the border. And um, if that means, I mean, whatever it takes. If you are going to flip-flop hip-hop all over a pole, then as long as you leave there glowing feeling confident, feeling like you can take over the world. I think that's the most important thing, whatever it takes. Oh, terrific. Yeah, I'm just sick of all this judgment here and there and hoop and hop. And, you know, I, th- I think if, a, like, there was, an, there was an episode of, um, what's that show you like to watch? Um, uh, the Real Housewives. Oh, it's my favorite. Uh, Beverly Hills, where they took a they took a uh, a pole dancing class, wasn't there? Yes, and Brandi Glanville was the best. Yes, yes. I mean, she was my least favorite. Agreed. But uh, I mean, I think it's just important to love love thyself, um, as as our Lord and Savior has told us. But um, yeah, I'm into it. I I would I would uh, come and cheer you on. Oh, thank you. I will seriously keep I you I would posted. pay for your class, honestly, if it's going to make you feel better. Oh, Debbie, that's so sweet. You know how I love maternal energy. Just one class. Just one All class. Right. Well, I'll take what I can get. Now, back to the idea of summer lovers, and you know, you seem to be an advocate for being sexually liberated and pursuing, you know, whomever you're attracted to. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'm still a virgin, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I support you. Um... Do you have any, like, dating advice? Like, what are some of your tricks of the trade when it comes to dating? Mm, aggressive. Be be mm-hmm. aggressive. Do you have, like, an example of a time you did that and it really worked out well for you? Mm, no. Um, but... <laughs> Tabby, you're so funny. But uh, I could tell you, there was this one time I was at uh, Lickety Split. It's, a, um, it's an ice cream joint up in Andersonville. Mm-hmm. And... Um, there was this. There was this chap. He uh, was a priest. I could tell by his collar. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't help it. I mean, a man of the Lord. I just can't help myself. And so I went up to him. And I, I asked him if he would, you know, if he would buy my ice cream cone or if he wanted to lick my ice cream cone. And he uh, politely declined. But I felt I felt rejuvenated. And it was worth it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I used to live up on the north side. There was another time where um, 
It was summer. It was beautiful summer loving, hot and heavy. Uh, it also, it was the 80s now. We were past the 70s. But we were up at, uh, me and a couple gal friends, were up at the uh, Hollywood Beach. Um, and there were these guys who were, oh man, they were. This is, I mean, this is before Debbie was a God fearing woman. Mm-hmm. And so there were a couple men, and they were, uh, as I used to say back then, um, smoking. And sure. Debbie tried to make a move, but uh, they were those uh, homosexuals. Um, oh, so they weren't interested. They weren't buying what you were selling. They, I mean, they led Debbie on, and I won't hold it against them. But uh, do you know how many attractive men I am friends with? Mm, that uh, about to be homosexuals? twenty, twenty-three. About twenty. At least twenty-three, and I, I have said, you know, in another time, another world, this could be really beautiful. And they're like, well. I don't swing that way. <laughs> and as a woman, that can be hard, you know, when you find these beautiful, amazing men and they don't want anything to do with you. But I think you'll find a soulmate. Well, do you believe in soulmates? 106%, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you think I've you thought about have multiple that soulmates? Uh, hmm. Multiple. Are you saying at the same time or? No, just in one lifetime. Yes. I think so. And I'm sorry, how did you get 106%? Well, I mean, when I, I went to school for math. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was in Cambridge, um, I was living in the town of Cambridge. I didn't go to Cambridge College. Sure. Um, I was living in Cambridge. I um, was sleeping with a man. His name was David. And he was very good at long division. And mm-hmm. so he, I had posed this question to him about, um, about soulmates and we did the math and he came up with 106. And so I've come up with, I've stuck with that ever since. I don't know any better. So, um, but back to your multiple soulmates, I, I think that, I think that, yes, it's possible. I think it's rare. I think it's rare. I think that it's, um, once you find one. You should you should clutch on to that, but I've had one and they're long gone. So I pray for a second. Long gone, like how? If you don't mind me asking. It was you know it was I think it was the wrong time. Sure. You know I think time you can and that's that's why I also believe that there are multiple because it's very it's you may meet your soulmate but you may meet them at the wrong time. My sister always says that timing is a third party in every relationship. Mm-hmm. I want to meet your sister because she that's one is, of the, some of the smartest things I've ever heard. She of, is spoken so, from a woman. So wise and so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. Do you have um, any advice when it comes to um, how to sort of maintain your your lady shape and? I mean, of course, you know, and I don't want to speak for you. I think that all shapes and sizes are beautiful. I and body shaming is not okay. Yes, it is I not agree. A, thank agree. you, Debbie. Thank you. Yep. But, um, you know, as a healthy woman, are there, how do you feel like, like what works for you when it comes to feeling yourself? The first thing is Liza Minnelli. Like listening to her a lot or do you have like pictures of her on your walls? Both. <gasps> okay. Her uh, her days in Arrested Development um, are some of my goals. Okay. So um, like Liza Minnelli full saturation. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As Lucille, too. Um, great. I think that that character is great um, in that. And I think that then uh, piggybacking off of that, the music. I think you put that in your in your uh, you know earbuds, your uh, headphones, and your Walkman, and um, mm-hmm. get on a treadmill, and you could run for days. Sure. Truly, I think Liza tells a story with her music. She does. And you get lost in that story, and so uh, sometimes I put her on, and you know, three to four hours later, I find myself stopping the treadmill. So I mean, I feel svelte with Liza Minnelli. I credit it all with her. Ah. Uh. I feel like Lady Gaga would really play a beautiful Liza Minnelli in a remake of uh, A Star Is Born. You oh, know, no, that was Judy Garland, sorry. It's okay. I mean, mother, potato, potato. mother and daughter. Yeah. Mother and daughter. You weren't alive. You weren't even alive then. But if they so redid the Cabaret, would cabaret, be yeah. so cool. Yeah, if they, did, if they redid Cabaret, I think I would cast Sally Bowles as... Um, who would I? I mean, no. Anna Kendrick. No. Jennifer Lawrence. Um, Next. Cameron Diaz. Absolutely not. Um, uh, whoever played um, the sad one in Les Mis. Yes. What's her name? Cosette. Fontaine. No. Eponine. Eponine. Oh, Lee Michelle. Would you cast her? Uh, yeah, she'd get people to come see the flick. That's worth Do I it. think she's best? No, but... From a business standpoint, though, You know Debbie, who I think smart. I would be good is Sarah Bareilles. Oh, I really do love her. I'm so glad you know who she is. You're so hip. Uh, you know, especially when it comes to women in music, I love it. Love it. Who would you say is your all-time favorite um, female music star? I'd have to say, I mean, you mentioned her quickly, but Judy. Really? I think she's I think she's got the voice, I think she's got the music, I think she's got the time and I think she's got the story. It's tragic. It's tor- she's tortured but truly so lovely in every way. Yeah. I am having a moment with Cher myself. Oh, Cher's a close second. That oh man, Cher and I go way back. She Debbie, got me through some times. Did you see the Mamma Mia 2 trailer? Did I ever? Okay, so I walked out of the first Mamma Mia because it was bad. And, you know, not even Meryl could save it. Not mm. even, like, hot tan people in Greece could save it, which is, like, those are a lot of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, but when I saw this second movie trailer, I was like, yawn, yawn, yawn. And at the very end, when Cher gets off that helicopter and goes, little girl, that's my of a party, I was shook. Grandma, you weren't invited. Yeah. And then she's like, little girl, small deal, party. Yeah, I think... Don't you feel like she's, like, vaguely Meryl Streep's age, though? Cher? Yeah. Uh, or is she actually older? She's older. Really? I mean, I I don't want to be mean. So. I just thought they were the same, Debbie. I'm sorry. I think they're close, but I think Cher definitely... Because you have to think about, like, think back of, like, back when Sonny and Cher had a show. Mm. Like, like... 1975? About that, yeah. And I think Meryl was like... But the difference is, is that she, I don't think Cher... The Lord is celebrating Cher. <laughs> I, I don't think Cher went to college. God, I shouldn't have gone to college. Then I could have been Cher. True. I mean, is I just want to be someone who just is known by just their name. Their first name. Agreed. Last Day. night... 
Right. Debbie. Debbie. Last night when I was drunk, um, I'm sorry, on communion wine, of course, I said, I wish there was a movie that I started when I was young and ugly, and then a movie I started when I was older and hotter, and then people could watch those two movies and say, whoa, Hannah Brown was so ugly and got so hot. And every, I was with a bunch of dudes, and they were like, girl, that's really funny and deeply depressing. And I was like, it's true. But you know what I mean, Debbie? It's kind of like a comeback. Yes. I think comebacks are chic. But it's kind of just like your, uh, like your 10-year reunion. My 10-year high school reunion is next year, and mine I'm going to have to start myself. Mine, oh, my God. I remember mine. Well, what happened at yours? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, mine was... I, it was in the it was in the eighties, so it was. I mean, there were three people there because everyone else was um, dead. Um, <gasps> I was going to ask that, but I didn't want to be insensitive. It's. I mean, it was a different time. Sure. You know, science and medicine wasn't what it is now, so it's okay. I mean, I have one person left of my high school friend group, but I'm so sorry. But. You know, she's a queen, and I love her. So, she's gay. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, it was cute for what it was. Um, it, I was, I was, you know, high out of my mind at that time. It was still the 80s. Like Debbie, you're so bad. I mean, I'm a different woman now. I, I used to be a little, little robust, but, you know, like a nice strong cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. But Debbie's changed. Debbie... Debbie prays. Debbie loves the Lord now. Can I ask how you began? If you always referred to yourself in the third person? No. No. It wasn't until I was found again. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's when it started. So, so, and correct me if this is an incorrect interpretation, but do you feel like referring to yourself in the third person is sort of like, gives you an out-of-body lens through which to view yourself? Um, I think that that is one of the most... Um, prolific things that anyone's ever thought about me. Thank you so me. much. And also, one of the most accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I think by calling myself by my name, um, <clears throat> it gives me a chance to look at myself from a distance and from an outside perspective, almost like I'm looking down on myself, and ask myself, is this, is this how you want to be seen? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's. I think that everyone should do it. Truly, I think that the world would be a different place if everyone looked at themselves in that way. Incredible. Is there so maybe you should just start going by Hannah. So would I be like, oh, Hannah loves this thunderstorm right now, like stuff like that? Yes. First name only, and then referring to myself in the third person. Correct. There's a power in that. Yeah, and you should get rid of the H. So just Anna. No. Hannah, but no age Hannah at the end. Yes. No palindrome. Age yes. Thank you. We'll have to talk more about this offline. Okay. Is there any other advice or any other like tidbits that you would like to give to the fellow unicorns out there? Pray daily. Pray daily. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's uh, that's my therapist name. Pray daily. It's a gorgeous name. Mm-hmm. Can that count under the umbrella of like manifestation and? Define manifestation. It's when you really believe in your soul that the universe has your back and that something good is going to happen and then it happens. 
Uh, give me an example. Like last week, I was super positive at my serving job, and then I got a $100 tip in cash. Use it in a sense. Manifestation? Yes. Um, she went to the bar and was very optimistic that she would take home a handsome man. And because she was so confident and excited about that, she ended up succeeding, and therefore it was manifestation. <laughs> In the origin... <laughs> You're being annoying, Debbie. Like, literally, you're trolling me. I, I absolutely believe in manifestation. I think that... <clears throat> I think that praying and believing in the Lord is somewhat a way of manifestation. Absolutely. Because I, do I believe that there's a man sitting in heaven on a throne waiting for me and judging at my every move? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But do I know? No. And so it's like me manifesting this to myself. That's beautiful. And so I think that manifestation is huge. It's beautiful. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Are there any other tidbits? I mean, you have been such an incredible guest, and I just thank you so much for drinking this communion wine with me and enjoying supper and really, like, educating my listeners. I will always sup with you. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you would like to say before we sign off? You know, I think we covered most everything. And um, feel free to reach Debbie at... Um, uh, her best friend George's uh, Instagram account. You don't have your own Instagram. Um, not yet because I'm not up in the technology yet. Okay, so it's, it is very stressful. I don't blame you. Yeah, and you know I just don't have the time with my prayer groups and you know all of that hip hop yet. But Debbie will get there. That's one of her 2018 goals. So incredible. So guys, if you want to reach out to Debbie in any way. Make sure to follow George's Instagram, or mutual friend. Do you want to spell it out for them? And that's G-E-O-R-G-E, as in George, and last name T-O-L-E-S, all, no spaces, no capitals, at G-E-O-R-G-E-T-O-L-E-S. Guys, you heard it here first. Hit up Debbie. I really, I want to get the listeners to sort of rally behind me. You need to have your own Instagram, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You were incredible. And guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace and blessings.